Welcome back. Welcome back. This is episode four of the Benchmark Podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody that was able to be here. We had a guest, but uh, life happened. He wasn't able to make it tonight. Uh, I'm your host, Antonio. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Miles. And then it's Johan. All right. We got a little announcement. You know, we are now on all streaming platforms we are now on apple music apple podcast google podcast spotify mm-hmm. breaker app anchor app what else? all of them we are on all streaming platforms now so make sure y'all go subscribe comment give us five stars so we can start getting some money off of this thing <laughs> we greatly appreciate it um got a little bit of an announcement for everybody uh let y'all know that it was going to be a little surprise for our listeners and my boys. Somebody here already knows the information, but I'm uh, let y'all know. And Who is listeners. it? Me? No, you don't know nothing. Oh. Um, okay. Tuesday, I put in my resignation letter for uh, my job, so I will no longer be at my nine to five. Okay. Because I will be stepping out on faith and putting all my efforts into trying to get pro. Hey. So I'll be a full time. Hey full-time training to try and make that happen uh you know i got a little i'm gonna still get the money of course coming in overnight job or whatever like that but uh march 10th will be my last day at the job that y'all know of so okay congratulations if you need help with your left hand (laughs) that's that's my only hand that's what he got that's what he got (laughs) my only hand yeah so i mean life's short and everything like that i'd rather go and try to see hey what would happen if i put my full effort and time into it um and just moving on faith plus i got support from my wife so that's always good so awesome now we're gonna get right into the show just had to share that with the uh, listeners and my boys uh so i will have more time dedicated to ball the podcast Mm. the clothing line all of that um but but before we get into that i know y'all saw that fight this past weekend. Uh, yeah, that was a good I, catch. I think I was the only one who said Fury was going to win. You were. Y'all was riding Dr. The, Eggman. I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. Well, um, we literally have it on tape, so. Oh. Um, tape? We don't, nobody uses tape anymore, so I don't, I don't know. Miles, you, you were right. forms, Apple. <laughs> Miles, you <Tidal>. was right. <laughs> Wilder got punished. Fury put the beats on him. Miles, you're the only one who said it. Maybe you you know the most about boxing. I mean, you got it. You got it on that one. I admit it. I know. I know. I, ain't, I appreciate I don't, that, though. I don't recall. What do you think about in the fight, though, that you think he really licked his blood? Fury? No. No, I don't think that. No. Well, I think he was licking his neck. See right there, that don't give you enough. That don't give you enough motivation. Like, nah, I really gotta put the paws in you now. You yeah, he my had neck. no legs. He had no legs in that fight. You lick my neck though. He had no. Le- what can you do when you fight? Man to man, you, you lick my neck. It was already over by then. It's already over. But you lick my. All right, so what? He's taunting him by doing. So what that. do you think is worse, him licking his neck, or Tyson biting off the ear? Tyson biting off the ear. What? Yeah, biting off the ear. Cause I don't what think he really licked the neck. I don't think he really licked his neck. Lick the he neck is just—it's like more disgusting. It looked like he was like really, really close at. Like Tyson bit it and was like, "Oh nah, I spit it out." That was just like in the moment, like just anger, and he just bit it. 
This Joker Fury put it in his mind like, yo, I'm going to lick your blood. Well, that doesn't happen that often for me. I don't, you know, get angry and bite someone's ear off. Like, if they well, mess up my the... order at Starbucks, I'm not going <laughs> to bite their ear off. Or well, something. you don't see them in the ring, though. <laughs> and the ring is a whole different monster. Yeah, he's he's one of one. All right, all for right. sure. Cool. So getting into our first topic that we'll be talking about, uh, as y'all know, the NBA is back in full effect. Um all-Star Weekend was done. We already talked about everything concerning All-Star Weekend. What are y'all thoughts? What are y'all looking forward to? What are y'all uh, players to watch, teams to watch in this second half of uh, the NBA? I think I'm looking forward to the the race for the eighth seed in the, the Western Conference. In the Western Conference? Yeah. yeah. I, I see Grizzlies got it right now, but... I think the Pelicans, they've been playing well. That's what I want to see. I want to see if Zion is really... Like the chosen one to bring them, like to see if he's that much of an impact to bring them to the AFC. I think he is, but let's see if it's too little. You think too him late. alone can take them not to him that alone. To, No, no, no. I'm saying from where they were just at. Yeah, but imagine him not playing, and then you add someone as good as him onto your team. Of course, you're gonna get like a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll break it down for you. Just give you the perspective right here on the playoff race. Right now, if the playoffs started today in the East, you have the Bucks and the Magic. That's the number one in the eight seed. You got the Raptors and the Nets. Boston and the Pacers. That's the three six. And Miami and the Sixers. Do y'all think these teams stay locked in right here? Or you think there's some changes in the East? Right now, the only team that's remotely close to try to make in something is the Wizards at four and a half games back. I want to know what Johan thinks because, you know, the, the the Heat, they've been losing lately. He's been, been real vocal about it on this podcast. I was vocal about that, right? Okay, so if the if the playoffs were to start today, what is it? Heat and, Heat and the Sixers? Heat got the home court advantage, though. And Ben Simmons is out indefinitely. Indefinitely. A whole season. Rest of the they season. They don't know when he's going to come okay, back. He got okay, the back okay. back issue. Mm. No, Miami I still got, got home court. You're no, smoking. No, Miami home court with a possible Ben Simmons not being there? I got the Sixers, dog. Wow. I'm just, you want to know why? Because I'm just standing on what I said in the first episode. I'm not moving off it. He's wow. stubborn. I'm stubborn. not moving. He's stubborn. I'm not moving off it. Wow, man. The Heat will not make it out the East. Yo, whoever you in the end... Whoever you in the end actually end up marrying, I really feel bad for them. <laughs> you stubborn, stubborn. Yo, but if if the Heat do come 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 around and end up winning the whole thing, I feel like you should buy a. Oh, you buying buy us all what? something? You need to buy a jersey or something. No, no, no. He buying us dinner or something like dinner? that. Now you got to buy the whole fit and rock it to twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> That's dead. That's dead. Like in hoop and yeah. hoop with it and hoop with it. And it gotta be a uh, it gotta be a Bam out of Bayou jersey. <laughs> specifically him. I, I can't I can't follow through with that. I can't a whole jersey fit. Look when the, play, when the playoffs start, fit. we'll make some wages. That's against the Hooper religion. You can't go in a whole jersey fit and then just go hoop. But hey, if you, if you lose the, the way bet, you've been you talking, to. yeah, the way you've been talking, you are gonna have to put on a whole. If the Heat make it out the East, no. If look, they, you don't think they make it out the first round? If they win the I'll first, I'll say round. make it out the. I'll sit, nah, East be East be flip floppy. 
I'll say make it out the I'll say make it out the East. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I'll say if they make it to the conference finals. I mean, yeah, yeah, the conference finals. All right. I'll 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 do I'll do the bet. We'll let you recant that once we get closer to the playoffs. Western Conference, how it's set up right now. You got the number one seed with the Lakers, LA, Laker Nation, you already know. Against the Grizzlies, that's the AC right now. Two seven seeds is Denver and the Mavs, Clips and OKC, the three and the six seed. Then you got Houston and Utah. Now, as you mentioned in the Western Conference, you have three teams right now fighting to try to get Memphis out of that eighth spot. You got the Trailblazers at ninth. They only three and a half games back. The Pelicans three and a half games back. And the Spurs are four games back. What do you see shaking up in the West? It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. It's too close. But, in regards I mean, of that AZ? Yeah. If you but, had I mean, to choose today, who you have your faith in that's going to be that AZ? Between Portland. Memphis, Portland, Pelicans, and Spurs. Portland. Portland, you think Portland going to pull But then it out? again, you can't count Greg Popovich coaching out. and He's always going to will him to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too close. Yeah, but they don't really have anybody on that team right now. Well, yeah, the Spurs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, I just think with great coaching, he always makes a way out of nowhere. Yeah, you said the Spurs don't have anybody, right? Now, you know they still got DeRozan and Aldridge. Are we just saying they washed up at this point now? I'm just saying that they're not – they don't have that great of an impact as, like, some of these other guys out here. I guess you could you look at it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Uh, they was talking about at one point this year that DeRozan would be a good third or fourth option on a championship team. I would agree with that. Yeah, the, the – ain't been the same since you left Toronto. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, I think uh, – I think the Pelicans going to pull it out. They getting into a groove right now. Uh, the whole team healthy. Ingram, Zion, that combo right there. Ingram was getting buckets averaging 25-26 going into the All-Star break. Now you add Zion to that, that makes his job 20 times easier. You got Lonzo on a roll right now, Drew Holiday. I think the Pelicans gonna end up pulling it out. Um, Memphis is great, you know they great competitors, and they, they got just that. have to keep winning. That's man. the thing. They that's where I think the youth gonna play a factor of them like closing out and winning games. Like this will be a good season. Like hey, we you know we arrived, we on the scene. Y'all y'all can't count us out, but actually getting to the playoffs, I don't think they're gonna do it. It'll be between me, Portland, and the Pelicans. I want to see Portland in it just to see Dame go off again. And just to see Melo, more than likely that Melo against Braun in the uh, playoffs. Lakers, we're going to keep the number one seed, so we're not worried about that. Oh. Okay. And what y'all think about the Rockets, this small ball lineup? It's working right now. <sighs> They're winning. So how the bracket is set up, right? If I remember this correctly, you got one and eight up top, two and seven on the bottom. Then it's three, six, four, five, right? So that means Houston, let's say if the – Playoff started today, right? Houston beats Utah, and then they see Denver. Depending nah, on winning in the I bracket. they would have to play the Lakers, though. Nah, that's what I was saying. So, 1-8, right? You go back to the bottom, 2-7. Mm-hmm. Under the Lakers is a 3-6, and then it's 4-5. So, if that's how the bracket, you know, actually pans out and they stay right here with these 
seating right here, they might make it to the conference final. I don't trust. I'm sorry. Uh, to me, Denver is the equivalent of the Bucks. Great regular season, playoff times. It's just I don't know. They just can't. It's different this year. They can't got get it done. They got Russ. They got who? Russell Westbrook. Oh, I was talking about Denver. Yeah, I don't trust Denver. Denver. I'm getting it mixed up. Yeah, I don't trust. No, nah, I, I got trust. you. No, nah, no. Nah, Denver needs a veteran. They need like that. that I think they just need. They need a dog, like somebody that's going to get a bucket because they got Paul Millsap, Jokic. They mm-hmm. got Will Barton coming off the bench. Jamal yeah, Murray. Squad. Jamal Murray. They yeah, but he deep. he just not enough. Like, I get what you're saying though. Like, I think if they got, if they traded probably two of their young pieces, right, and got like a. Obviously, he won't come, but something like a KD or somebody like a like Melo in his Hayton with that squad. All right, then I can see them getting over the hump. I just don't trust. I guess in the playoff time, you want star power. Mm-hmm. I would think they would have enough assets to offer something for Bradley Beal, but I don't know if they're there yet. I think they probably gonna try again. I wouldn't, give those, I wouldn't even give those assets up for uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, we gonna talk about talk Brad. About we gonna talk about Brad. So. At this because they're still point, developing. Yeah, but in in a win now situation, especially in the oh, West. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We talking win now. They, okay, they go ahead. Uh, so halfway point right now. You know, we have to of course go down and have your picks on awards right now. So we're gonna do the six man defensive player of the year, most improved, and an executive of the year. Who do y'all have as the six man of the year? There's no Crawford this year. I mean, they might as well just name it the Lou Williams. You giving it back to Lou year. Will? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You giving Lou Will too? I like Lou Will. I think I'm going to go with uh, somebody on his team, Montrez. Montrez. He's been balling too. He's been balling. And I think just to switch it up, they might just vote for him to get it, just to switch it up. But it's literally between, those to two. me, those two. Like, those are the top two candidates for the six man. For defensive player of the year, who y'all rocking with? That's a good question. Wasn't um, wasn't Ben Simmons having a good defensive year? He is having a good defensive year. But he's injured but, right now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if they don't know how long it is going to be, somebody could come in and swipe that spot. I mean, maybe Giannis. I don't know. They're the best defensive team in the league this year. So, I'm pretty sure he has a big part in that. So you going with Giannis? You going with? I wanted to say Ben, but I, I mean that could change if you know if he's still gonna mm-hmm. be injured. So I can come in and take that spot. Yeah, that's harder this year. I don't. At this point, I probably go with. I probably go with Giannis just because as a team they defensively in the top. Um, I know, like last year, I probably would have tried to choose the last couple of years. I would have put Paul George up there. But being that it's like this, so far this year, the Clippers just don't want to play defense, so I can't put you up there with them. So it wouldn't make any sense. Most improved player of the year. B.I. Yeah, B.I. Brandon Ingram? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Devontae Graham from Charlotte. Yeah. Devontae Graham was playing backup. That's when Kimball was still there. Didn't he was really playing get- great to start the year, but. I think still he's gonna get most improved. Bi Bi, we he was balling when he was in LA. It just wasn't consistent. Now I think the only thing that's gonna mess up Bi because Zion's there. So that he's still putting up numbers though. 
I think his, the numbers ain't gonna be that to that extent. I think it's just. I think it'll still be alright. I'm it'll sure he be could just right, coast at this point. That's the that's the bi we don't want. We don't want him coasting. No, he I mean coast like with the numbers that he's doing right now. He's just. I don't want bi to coast. Like I don't <laughs> want bi to coast. Bi need to be a killer. Mm. See, I would still have De- Devontae Graham up there if his mm-hmm. percentage wasn't so low. He's shooting like thirty-seven. He's hitting field. a little, little bit of a slump right now, but I'm a, I'm a still rock one man, Devontae Graham, executive of the year. We know who isn't going to get it, <laughs> New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Who will we put as the executive of the year? What are we basing this off? So who's made, who's made the most trades? Who's so made executive the, year is basically who I mean, improved their team. Yeah, who improved their team the most? I would say David Griffin. From the Pelicans, David Griffin from the Pelicans. Yeah, he made that Draft trade. Night. Get rid of AD and got all these pieces. Yeah, that, yeah, David Griffin. That's a good. That's a good selection right there. Mm. Can't say your Timberwolves either. Y'all ain't did nothing. I was yeah. actually gonna go with the. I was actually gonna go with the Clippers. Just getting those two stars and just. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. Everybody plays their role. I mean. I don't see any ego problems or anything. I mean, everything looks smooth. I'm going to probably go with David Griffin. That For them to be in the position. Matter of fact, I'm chatting. We sleep. Well, I'm sleeping. I can't forget. David Griffin, yeah, that's a good pick. I'm going with Masai Ujiri. Everybody thought once Kawhi left, it would be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Masai Ujiri. But the who, Toronto Raptors is still. Who did they add though? They they have the yeah, same exact team. No, but they got they still got a good record though. Yeah, so that's I mean, on the you. the players and the coach. That's also the some of the people that are stepping up like Boucher and some of the people that they drafted. They were not looked at as as they're gonna be making an impact. So that's still some part of, especially no name players. You did your research. You feel right. me? Like I would have given. I gave it to him last year for like, the Kawhi trade. Yeah, because that was bold but, to yeah. make that to make that trade. That's like. Especially on a one-year deal, too. Especially. So. That's like, all right, we on a podcast, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to trade Johan for Q Rich for one year to be on the podcast. That's tough. And then we blow up. Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> I'll trade me, too. Ah <laughs> oh, man. But speaking of some big improvements, uh, this segment right here, y'all know this is the benchmark. <laughs> Segment. This is my segment where we talk about the benchmark player, a benchmark team that exemplifies mostly the benchmark mindset. Which this week I'm going with my man Kobe White from uh, UNC playing for the Bulls. It seems like he's starting to get into the swing of things after the All Star break of uh, how to play. It kind of reminds me of Trey Young, his rookie year. Kind of started off slow, was kind of you know still trying to figure out the league. And then the second half, he went bananas and almost won rookie of the year. I'll give you some stats. So the last, his last three games, 33, seven threes, 33 again, five threes, 11 for 18. Most recent game, 35, six threes, seven boards. I think he's starting to figure it out. Granted, it is the Bulls who... Speaking of executives of the year, they have not had <laughs> any good executives for, I want to say, since Jordan left. Um, but it seems like he's figuring it out, and he's going to hit his stride. He's a shooter. 
He's shooting lights out right now. I just think he needed to, you know, settle in. So that's who I have as my benchmark player of the week right here. But speaking of, you know, most improved and who's getting into a groove, we still have the other awards, Coach of the Year, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. Who y'all going with as the Coach of the Year so far at this point? We know already, just to make it easier for y'all, it can't be the Knicks. <laughs> can't be the T-Wolves. So that cuts off two teams right there. Well, I can't, y'all can't be the Lakers either. I mean, two superstars. Look, we're going to get the ring. Don't I don't need, we don't need the coach of the year. We're going to get the ring. So we good. We'll see. That's another topic for another day. You want um, me to help y'all? We can read off the uh, playoff teams. You got the Bucks. <laughs> Raptors, Celtics, Denver, Clips, I'd probably give it to the Grizzlies coach. Why Grizzlies coach? I mean, (laughs) I don't think this team was expected to do much. They had the second pick last year, rookie point guard who – Sets the league on fire, and now he's the number one option on their team. And they just – they don't have, like, that many studs on that team besides mm-hmm. Ja and I guess you could throw Jaron Jackson in there too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, like, what the, the team's been built on, like grittiness. Like, it's a real gritty team. Like, Valanchunas is tough. Dylan Brooks is tough. Who else they got? DeAnthony Milton is mm. tough, too. Yeah, I mean, they definitely need to go in there the, for executive year, too. The pieces they put together on that team, that works, too. Who you got as coach of the year? I'm going with Bud. Bud from the Bucks. Aren't they close to um, locking in 70 wins again? Uh, they might be, but, I mean, that's cute. I mean, they clinched early. I mean. Yeah, they clinched, but that, that's cute. They you don't, you don't give that to coaching? They've done this every year. I mean, I get it's a regular the 70 season. wins? They made the conference finals last year. I'm saying that being the, the 70 number one seed, I don't, me personally, I don't care you, because it's like, all right, what y'all going to do in the playoffs? It's like the Bucks is they win their games every regular you season. You don't think they're going to do it in the playoffs, though? Nah, heck no. I'm not a believer. You know when that person be in the gym shooting, you be like, nah, I don't believe it. You turn your back, that's how I feel about the Bucks. That's me. <laughs> I know that shit. <laughs> I'm giving my coach of the year right now to uh, my man Billy Donovan and OKC. I was going to say Billy Donovan, too. What he's doing in OKC with the talent they have, um, the trades to get CP3 and to make the most out of it. They have, like, five point guards. But the but fact they that they, they lost, like, two superstars and they're doing better than they yeah. were last year at this point. And they stay in a float. Like, you would think, all right, we're going to be in the lottery. You would think, all right, we get CP3. He's not staying. He stays, and he shot at the CP3, man. My joker is, like, what, 47 and still still doing his thing? Got an alley-oop in the All-Star weekend? I mean, mm-hmm. you know he changed his diet. He plant-based. That might have a little factor into it mm. right there, not eating no meat. Pause. <laughs> Who y'all got as the rookie of the year right now? That's tough. I mean, I would say Ja, mm-hmm. based off of the whole body of work, but 
I mean, if Zion played at least sixty percent of those games, he's would you? He's you think Zion could get it though? No, I think Zion could get it. Just if, because, just because of the hype around Zion. Go ahead. Only way he could get it is if they they make the playoffs. I think if they don't make the playoffs, then it's like a moot point. It's like kind of like when Embiid was rookie of the year or mm-hmm. up for rookie of the year, and he only played like what thirty games. Yeah, he was balling, but they're not gonna give it to somebody who's not playing. Like, yeah, I think that would be a precedent right there. Like, all right, you played half of the season, you actually won an award. Johan thinks Zion could win it. He could. If he stays at this pace or keeps going harder, yeah. You think he's going to stay at this pace, though? With NBA teams finding out film and yeah. studying him, you think he could stay at this pace? Yeah, I think he's different. His motor's just crazy. Yeah. His motor's extra different. I, I think I'm going to go with Ja. I don't think Zion has enough of the body or work, like you said, to actually win the regular year, but he definitely, in the in the long run, Gave it five years. He probably going to win an award, the next award before Ja would again. Like, you feel me? I think Zion. No, if it, yeah, if it was the end right now, yeah, you give it to Ja. But, I mean, if he keeps staying on this pace or keeps going up from here. I agree, but it's just like. because Just never, because of the hype around him, you know what I'm saying? It's never been done where somebody play half a season and they get the award. Hey, man. I mean, it's not that many people that's going to be like you on the actual voting for the award, so. Hey, man. I feel like if he finished the season averaging like 26, 27, then it's like a little closer. Like it's going to be neck and neck. I think he he's going. Because he's averaging like 23, 24 right now. He's going to definitely start the conversation of like, yo, can we really do this on on a bigger level? Just because, again, like you said, the hype set around him, that's supposed to be the next Braun and Every highlight, they lost by 20, but it's 14 highlights of Zion Williamson. Like, it don't make no cotton-picking sense. Defensive player of the year. We said this already, didn't we? No. We, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, Binar, I see it on the paper twice. <laughs> MVP. Giannis. You're smoking crack. You it's don't think be, Giannis? It's going to be clear. It's clear. Best player on the best team. You don't team. think Giannis? And he got he's better this year. <laughs> wait, who? Wait, wait. He's gonna so give it to who, his who, boy. Who are you LeBron. gonna say? He's gonna give it to LeBron. He might. He might. He biased. He nah, biased. He's not. It's not he biased. biased. We get it. It's on his paper. Oh, it's on his paper. Nah, it's, oh, it's not on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my paper. You you said he, said he got better this year. Debate. He did. Better enough to be the, the MVP. The MV I mean, what thirty. He won last 12 year, right? Twelve and five. He won, won last, last year, year, right? Yeah. You think he can get back to back MVP? Yeah. All right. Well, first, can we hear who you have on your paper? I I see writing somewhere. <laughs> um, it might have gotten scribbled out though. Keep it a stat. If the Bucks end up with the best record of the year, they're gonna give it to him. Do we think? Do I think he deserve it? No. But wow, I'd give it to. LeBron and AD. I'm not giving LeBron that. and AD? You can do LeBron co- or. You, oh, my. So you can AD. do co MVPs now? <laughs> I'm giving it to LeBron or AD, depending. But if somehow the Lakers pull out the best record, you can't give it to Giannis. There's no way in the world. If the Lakers pull out the overall best record, there's no way in the world Giannis wins it. On No way in the world. On God and everything, bro. On God and them. 
<laughs> we could we could make a bet. Shout out to even Adrian, if that happened. Shout out to Adrian Broner on God or no. Even, um, even if that happened, he's still winning MVP. Like it's locked up already. Uh, well, we definitely have a whole segment where we're gonna talk about Greek Freak because we obviously have different perspectives on that right mm. there. We have the rest of the season. You know what's going to play a factor in some of these teams getting into the playoffs or getting a higher seed. We have the, of course, we had the trade deadline, which was pretty good this year. Miles thought otherwise. We got the, you know, buyout market, free agent market. You got some buyouts. Uh, Tyler Johnson, former team, on, was the Suns. Deion Waiters, his former team, was the Heat. Jamal Crawford, still a free agent. Nobody picked him up. You got IT, used to be on the Wizards. You got Shumpert, who played like five games this year for the Nets, did his job. And they're like, all right, well, the man that we want, he back off an of injury, sent him home back to Tiana. And you got J.R. Smith. Who's still a free agent? Any thoughts of any of these players or anybody that I didn't mention that you think can help out a team or a team needs them? Like I like the pickup of Markeith Morris for the Lakers, though. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good pickup. They couldn't get his brother, so yeah, his brother's the better one. Though. Yeah, he's the better one, but he's still going to be a good option off the bench. Um, you think anybody gives Jamal Crawford a JR look? That'd be nice, but it's just crazy that JR is still not on the squad. Like he can shoot, like him and shooting. Jamal Crawford. I get it if you're gonna, you know, dock him for that one incident a couple years ago, but like got, he can still shoot. I know it's just like it's crazy. Like you got people on teams right now with criminal records and. Sexual assault charges and this, that, and the third, and Jr. can't get a, Jr. can't get a spot, and and he's an NBA champion. Jr. can't get a spot. Crawford, his last game. Speaking about like Kobe dropped sixty. His last game with Phoenix was like fifty something points. Yeah, go out, go out like that at thirty eight. Heck no, don't go out like he can still ball. (laughs) He can still ball. He can still ball, but he's. We went over this before. He doesn't play defense like. And we went over this before, too. What you need, a bucket getter. True. I think, like, for example, Denver, if they had Crawford coming off the bench, whoo, Jesus, to get a bucket, especially in the playoff times, proven, proven. JR could help somebody. And this mm-hmm. is the list of the teams we mentioned in the playoff run. JR can't help nobody on that, uh, any of those squads. I mean, JR should be the number one guy on this list. I just listed them. It wasn't importance, bro. I was hope I, I was hoping that's why. I just but listed. I listed the names that came. Miles out Miles got upset. You saw that? He got real upset. Oh, he like, should be number one. You know, I'm gonna write Jr. in here. <laughs> like I don't think from like I don't know if you heard the rumors that they giving the Lakers is giving Dion Waiters. Ill. Two three looks. Ill. I personally yeah, they need to look Laker. in his bag and see if he has some gummies <laughs> in there too. That's a fact. <laughs> I would take Jr. on the Lakers more over Deion Waiters. Yeah, because Deion's gonna do too much. Jr. knows his role. He's not gonna like try to break people down, do stuff he's not known for. He's just gonna spot up and shoot. Deion Waiters gonna be on the team airplane having a panic attack off them gummies. That's why. Stay off the weed. Stay Duh. off the <laughs> weed. <laughs> I feel bad for it. Uh, 
I don't. Y'all think he gonna get picked up by anybody? No. He might have to go overseas. Dang, yeah. that's crazy. He gotta go get his stock up. That's crazy. Oh, too small. Lance Stevenson's out there too. Oh, word, Lance, make him dance, make Lance, him dance, Lance. I what you think? I don't think the Lakers should have ever let him go. Like he, he can handle the rock. He can handle the rock, and he wasn't even a distraction last year, nothing like that. Like it's kind of like the same mindset where Kobe picked up Matt Barnes. LeBron's like, all right, I'm gonna pick up. This Lance. dude who's annoying me. <laughs> if you crazy enough to to be blowing in my ear, all right, you can rock with me. Like I would have taken Lance over Rondo at this point. Heck, I would have took Lance over Rondo. I would have said. Caldwell Pope, he could have stayed at home. Facts. He had house arrest. I would have said left him at home. Like, but you know why he on the squad? But why? He's a shooter. Is he? He signed the clutch sports man. I'm gonna just leave it at that. He signed the clutch sports. But speaking of, you know, clutch sports, the Illuminati of basketball. See, I uh, um. That's a topic I, for another day. As we digress, um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Speaking of equal, you know, people getting equal opportunities, speaking about, you know, you said Isaiah Thomas should go overseas. One of the things that is not equal across the board is what we see is when it comes to women in sports and equality of pay. We don't often see it. It isn't always the same in most sports, especially the major sports. For example, just to give you some statistics right here, uh, in 2018, the top 10 highest paid female athletes, nine were tennis players. In 2019, the top 100 highest paid athletes list, guess how many was on the list? You saying zero? How many was on the list? Top 100, 2019. Top 100? Oh, maybe like a couple, yeah. Three. Three? A whopping one. Oh, Serena Serena Williams. Williams. That was close. Number 63. U.S. women's soccer team. They sued the U.S. Soccer Federation because of pay equity and working conditions. We're not even going to touch on the WNBA yet because that's the next topic. But just off of some of those statistics that I've told you, I know I have sisters. I know you know females that play different sports. And we know a lot of females that are dogs. They get buckets. They can do everything dudes can do. What do you think about how still at this point of 2020 is not equal pay? Is not viewed equally? Do you have any solutions? What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's right that? Well, of course it's not right. I think some solutions you could start putting them on major networks on TV. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, putting them on, like, ESPN News. Two and ESPN Three. Put them on, like, ABC or mm-hmm. CBS, Fox. Mm-hmm. Show, like, the WNBA Finals or Yeah, because they don't get any the exposure. Game. They don't have exposure, so. Like, you don't even know when their All-Star game happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But then again, with the... Oh, we're not going into WNBA yet. Um, yeah, we're going to touch on that, but, um, I mean, it's like that song, it's sad to say like it is in a lot of cases a man's world when you look at the top 100 highest paid athletes only one female is on that list 
one out of a hundred. Shoot, it's a cricket player on there that's getting paid twenty five mil. Mm. That was number one hundred. A cricket, a cricket player, a cricket player, and well, who only. Do you, who do you see in the endorsement? Oh, Serena gets commercials. Love. Yeah, Serena, Serena gets, gets love. love, but who can you name after that? As maybe some soccer athlete? players. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. I mean, it's mainly you're gonna see LeBron. You're gonna see all your major superstars in the male sports. But I think that's a systematic issue. Like there are a lot of prominent females that have a following that have good personalities that I don't. I think it just really starts at the top, like of making change, because it it really isn't. It isn't cool, especially like for example, a lot of. You shouldn't have the U.S. women's soccer team suing the U.S. Like, that doesn't, that shouldn't make any sense. The reason they're suing is because they don't make as much as the men, which makes no sense at this point because the men's soccer team is trash. Mm -hmm. The U.S. men's soccer team is trash, and we, everybody in the the country Mm -hmm. knows that. But when the the Women's World Cup comes around, everybody's watching the Women's Mm -hmm. World Cup. That's a fact. And supporting the U.S. team. But they're making. Way less, but they have a parade every four years because they win every four years. It doesn't make sense. And I mean, hopefully we get it right. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get it right at some point. Speaking of getting it right, it seems as if that the WNBA is okay. making the right steps to making it right. The new uh, WNBA contract that they have that they're in negotiations with which they still have to vote on, but most people think it's going to pass, would enable top players to earn more than $500,000, which is about triple last season's ceiling. They actually get maternity leave with full salary. Veteran players also would be able to seek reimbursement up to 60 k related to adoption, surrogacy, egg freezing, and fertility treatment. What do you think about the changes that the WNBA is making? Is it uh, it's about time? Is it a step in the right direction, but it still isn't enough? What are y'all thoughts on what the WNBA has implemented or voting to implement? It's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, because it's funny that they don't make, they weren't making as much money mm-hmm. as they would overseas because People don't know that, or some people would know that they play in the WNBA and then they go overseas and make more money because there's more support over there Mm -hmm. and they're just going to make more money. Lexi Brown, I think she she plays, what, for uh, the Lynx and then she goes to uh, Israel or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. like Tarasi was making like a million dollars overseas, but then comes over here and is making like... The the Australian center, I I forgot her name off the top of my head. Liz Cambridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she plays in both as well too. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to do that. Like that'd be crazy if we saw LeBron playing That's what I was here thinking and then you too. know he That's playing the, in Spain after that or something like that. It's good that you mentioned that. The I can understand. For example, when you look in the NBA, even the the bench players, they straight. They don't have to do that. But mm-hmm. I get it if it was like you said. You heard <clears> all right. The last female on the bench, she got to go over there to get the bag. But your main players. Yeah. The face of your league is going over there. Diana Tarazi was going over there. She had to take off a year from playing in the WBA. She was still playing. Or she went to get the bag. Yeah. She was over there getting paid two, three mil. 
they wasn't even smelling close to a mill mm-hmm. in the WNBA. Brianna Stewart went over there <clears throat> and got injured. Had to sit out a whole season in the WNBA because she got injured going over there trying to get the bag because they love the sport. But look, I still got bills to pay. I got a family to take care of. Mm-hmm. Some of them get pregnant. And obviously, if you're adding in here that they could get reimbursement and that you have the option of you get maternity leave with full salary. Excuse me. Why wasn't that a part of it from Jump Street? Mm-hmm. Maternity I if, leave? I wonder if they did that because what was it? <coughs> Last year, Scholar Diggins played like the whole season pregnant. 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 Shout out to Scholar Diggins. That's crazy. Pregnant. I say this all the time. I tell my wife, I do not envy females. God knows I couldn't be a female. I couldn't do the period on some month. I'm not carrying nothing in my stomach for nine months. I'm not beat for none of that. I I think I have a high level tolerance of pain. Mm. I wouldn't be able to <clears throat> I wouldn't be able to do it. But I think personally it's a long time coming. It's a step in the right direction, but it <clears throat> it should have kind of been a hap- been happening to me. You have the NBA teams, the NBA owners. That I think if they put more funding into it, it would be a different result. If it was more commercials, more advertisement of it. Like just recently to have LeBron, Kobe, CP3 in a commercial saying they rock with the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Where was that at five years ago? But you're seeing improvements. <coughs> I mean, hopefully there there's going to be more women's coaches in men's sports, but like also the WNBA is kind of like I think it's half, half women, half men coaching the teams. Uh, I, yeah, it's a lot of what's crazy. It's a lot of NBA players that come NBA over. players that yeah. come over and they get to be the coaches. Uh, something that you know maybe a topic for a different day. Um, you see a lot that it's not many black female coaches. In the WNBA, take like take it to another whole nother layer. There's not a lot of black female coaches. You look at ownership. The NBA has a black owner, obviously, with Mike. That's the only one I could think of right now, right? That's the only NFL has yet. There's not a black owner in NFL yet. Mm-hmm. That's another topic for. Yeah, another day. <clears throat> might be really another topic for another day. Excuse me, y'all. Uh, right now, I don't know where my throat has gotten itchy. Like, I have no idea what. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got you. Appreciate that. Um, But, yeah, that might be a topic for another day. Touching on that aspect of it. But I think... Is at a much better position than it started off. And I'm glad, like, the WNBA is still around. A lot of people didn't think it was going to last this much, this far. And you see other leagues, like the XFL didn't work out and it came back, and the Arena Football League. So the fact that it's still around is a testament to it. And obviously, the women love to play the game. So that's, that is great and it's impressive. A lot of people would have 
quit, but it's like, again, they say the things that you love, you would do it for free. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I need to get paid for yeah, it. To an extent, he'll do it for to free. An t- to yeah. an extent. Um, speaking of impressive, lately, Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, Jason Tatum have been going bananas. They've been on a scoring bench. Who has been the most impressive to y'all? Bradley Bill, Zach Levine, or Jason Tatum? Bradley Bill. I would say Jason Tatum just because he's doing it and they're winning games with like other guys hurt on the team. Like he's putting the team on his back and they're winning. Who's been the most impressive though? That's a that's individual. Right? Yeah, he's been on a scoring tear too. He had I'm a forty. Break, I'm gonna break down Bradley Bill's stats just to give the viewers some perspective right here. Let's look at his last couple of games. 43, 29, 26, 30, 30, 26, 53, 55, 30, 32. That's Bradley Bill. Can we get the records from each of those games too? <laughs> Yo, let me say who's been the most impressive. Yeah, it's impressive to score 50, but if you don't win, what's the point? Amen. How many times have we seen Tone throw up 40 in a game and we lost? It's still impressive, though. It's impressive. still impressive, though. 40 is 40. 40 is 40, dog. So you basically. But how much better would you feel if you won the game? Look, I'm going to give you you what uh, Shaq said. He said to Kobe, yo. There's no I in team, but as an M.E., Kobe responded, it's an M.E. in that mother. That's how I feel about it. Look, in Zach yeah, Levine's and yeah. Zach Levine's and Bradley Bill's position, right? You know, they may not never say this, but you know going into the game, y'all not going to win. Y'all got no chance to win. So why, why not get your buckets? Exactly. So it's not a pressure that, think about it. This is how I view it. Everybody knows that time y'all was at the gym. Is you shout out to Jackson. You Jackson, two Ew. people, two people <laughs> in a wheelchair against Johan, Donovan, Michael Jordan, whatever y'all the team was. Everybody knew you was the main scorer. You was the best person. So if everybody know you the best person and you still drop sixty, that's impressive. That's more impressive to me. Everybody know you the main number one, number two, number three, number four, and number five option. Mm-hmm. And I still come out 50, 55, 60. I did all I could do. I got right. I got scrubs on my team. That ain't my fault we ain't win. I so, just put my heart out there. I gave 60 points, boy. So that's what we play for. We're playing points. for stats now. Not- See, now you you're changing the whole <laughs> whole conversation. Who's what was more impressive? What's more impressive, Miles? But that's like Jordan throwing up sixty six in that playoff game way back when, and they lost. So you talking about the? It's impressive that. So 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 it was impressive. Lost. But he said, "Who's impressive though?" That's the. Yeah, it's who's most impressive. I think Tatum's is most impressive. But look at the team though. He got Jalen Brown in the squad. Cardiac Kimba Walker. Who's been hurt, might I add. Cardiac Kimba Walker. Games. Marcus Smart. All right. Marcus Smart. All right. I'm saying, if you look at the roster, the Celtics roster 
Tatum has more help. Yes, Tatum is coming to his own. Yes, he's been balling. Yes, it's been clutch big-time games. Yes, but he got more help. He got way more help. Again, you go into a game, you got the, you're playing the Bulls. You going down the scouting report. What the coach saying? Yo, we got to stop Zach Levine. That's it. All right, number two, we got to stop Zach Levine. Number three thing, we got to stop Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Number four thing, we got to stop Zach Levine. Number five, we got to stop Zach Levine. And he still get the points. Bradley Bill. You might as well call. You might as well call the Washington Wizards, the Bradley Bill, and the Pips. And he's still doing his thing. That does not impress you. Are you not no, entertained? It don't, it don't impress me. Are you not? It don't entertained? impress me. It does impress me, but it's like, are they going to really talk about it the next day? And be like, they do. Yeah, they do. But what? They won. Oh my God! That's so disrespectful. He's so disrespectful. I get yo, y'all listening out there. I, I guess we don't take winning into <laughs> the conversation anymore. It's just about how many stats you throw up. It's most impressive because you being zeroed in on. All right, so remember when Westbrook in the playoffs a couple years ago mm-hmm. threw up like fifty five in the playoffs, mm-hmm. triple double, but they lost by like ten, fifteen. But it's his still impressive. performance was impressive. You look at, so you're looking at the team aspect. Is it impressive that they lost? No. But what he did, oh, my gosh. See, you – I saw I could tell you really a team player because you're looking at the team perspective. Oh, like, no, nah, he's not no team player. He's not no team player. Yo, one time we lost the game, he was like, hey, I got mine. I got, I got mine. I said, that's crazy. I don't remember ever okay. saying that. Okay. That don't even sound like me. Okay. You didn't score 14 in the playoffs? Say, yeah, I got mine. Happy. Walked off. I wasn't happy. I'd rather win. Mm, interesting. See, that's the that's – the, he thinking the, the team perspective. I'm talking about this, the individual performances. Who's more impressive, Miles? I mean, we're probably obviously not going to convince him. But, I mean, that, was, that example doesn't, you know, correlate because it was 14 points. If Miles had 55 and y'all lost, and he's like, I got mine. I won't blame him. I won't blame him. All right, so back way back when, when Robert Ory was making threes, if mm-hmm. he hit seven threes and hit a game winner, that's not impressive? That is impressive. So, all right. You know, let's, In let's, a win. Let, let's In a use, win, though. Let's use that example. Let's use that example. So Robert Ory hit seven threes, game winner three. Cool. Now, on the other end of that team, they played the sixes. Iverson had 65. I'm going to say Iverson 65 is way more impressive. Hands down. You're right. You looking at the team perspective. Like, you sound like you are a executive for the Spurs. You uh-uh, That's not I don't know. We could, we could scroll through Jason Tatum's stats the last few, <laughs> and they're pretty close to right, close Zach to Levine. Maybe not Bradley Beal because he's, you know, throwing up 40-something shots a game. But hey. See, why you got to try to downgrade what he's yeah. doing? It's he sim- had to throw up 40 shots a game. Okay. Who else throwing up the shots? He threw up 40 shots. Yo, but shout, yo. Out, shout out to Gilbert Arenas. He said it best. If I got scrubs on my team, I'm not going to pass it to you. I'm getting double teamed for a reason because you booty. I need to get the shots up. 
Do you blame? Look, if I'm in the gym four hours a day and you in the gym for 30 minutes, I deserve to shoot 200 shots the game. It's it's actually selfish of you to come into the game talking about you want the ball. Miles mm. hasn't been a 24-hour fitness yet. <laughs> I'm going to read you the, uh, the stats for him. I'm going to give you the last one, two, three, four games. My, my last five, actually, I give it to you. Before All-Star break, 39 points, nine rebounds, five for 10 from three-point. Against who? Uh, Clippers. Okay. That was the, the – we talked about that before, that episode where we talked about how – Third team in the, the West, by the way. That's impressive. Timberwolves, 28 – and 11. We already know that's not impressive. That's not impressive. Because it's the Timberwolves. That's crazy. <laughs> Lakers, 41, five rebounds. They lost. Is it still impressive? That's more impressive than. What? In your logic, they didn't win. So. He just want to say Tatum and he don't want to say Bradley Bill. Let's just keep it a stack. Just keep it a stack. Nah, everybody, everybody's saying Bradley Bill. I don't want to pick Tatum. Just say it. Trailblazers, 36, eight three-pointers. Jazz, 33, 11 boards. Over those last five games we mentioned, they lost one to the Lakers. Those Out of those five games we mentioned, they were all away games. That's very impressive. Nobody said it wasn't impressive, but it's not the most impressive out of everybody we mentioned. Okay. Goodness, bro. I, I thought this was a drug-free show. So, speaking of people being um, on drugs, recently, just within the last couple of days, um, but everybody remembers when Giannis was uh, choosing his team and he had the option to pick James Harden, and he said he did not want to choose James Harden because he wanted somebody that was going to pass the ball. Today, uh, Harden was in an interview with Rachel Nichols, and she brought it up to him. She was kind of laughing about it. Like, you heard the joke? Harton with a straight face was like, wait, where's the joke? I don't I don't find it funny. And this is where it kind of got a little dicey. And we're going to have to break this down. I don't see, I'm quoting Harton right here. I don't see what the joke is. I wish I could be seven feet and run and just dunk. Like, that takes no skill at all. I got to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skill. Like, that takes no skill at all. Your thoughts on... I'm going to start it off, y'all. Ooh, talk to me. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. He reaching with the no skill thing, yo. First of all, of course, he has to have some type of skill to make it to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So he's reaching reaching with that. And all all Giannis does is run and dunk? That's all he does is run and dunk? Nobody got no answers for me now. Yeah, that's that's a lot of his... That's a lot of his game, but of course he had to train to get... He had to train to get there, you know what I'm saying? He had to train to dunk? Yeah. That seven foot? Yeah, you got it. That seven Yo, foot, you have six, to train to dunk? It's a six foot eight dude at 24 who cannot dunk. Okay, we're talking about 24. You're seven oh feet. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You have to train to dunk. That's like you telling me Yao Ming had to train to, to dunk. You're seven feet. You have three more feet left. Oh my goodness! He had to train to get that strong, and he's developed a jump shot. Too. Wait, like, well, you gotta be strong. He had to train to get that strong. You to gotta dunk? go to the rack. They're not just gonna let you dunk. He's they're not feet. just gonna let you he's dunk. Seven feet. He's seven feet. But they're not just gonna let you. He's dunk. He's seven feet. They're not 
just gonna let you dunk. Nobody's saying you're gonna just let him dunk, but you told me he trained it. You had to teach him how to dunk. Are you? Oh, that's what we gonna go no, with? No, 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 no. You don't gotta teach him how to dunk, but I'm saying it still takes skill. Like he's reaching with the no skill thing. It takes skill to do what Giannis does. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. I'm glad you said to a certain extent because you can't say that with a straight face that it takes. To a certain extent, that it takes skill. Now is Harden more skill? Yes, Harden is definitely more skill, but he's re- he's reaching though. He's hurt because about the no pass thing. He I don't hurt. think he's hurt by his thing about it. Who has to? They say this all the time. Who has to be more skilled? The person that's seven feet tall. That we all know this. Speaking of 24, 24, LA Fitness, any gym in America, mm-hmm. the nursing home, mm-hmm. if you see somebody seven feet tall, nine out of 10 times, they get picked up. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, if you're seven feet tall, we have seen year after 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 year. Oh, we're drafting off potential. He's seven feet tall. You can't teach height. Can't teach height. So the person that's five foot five that makes it to the league, the person that's just barely six feet that makes it to the league, who has to have more skill? It don't take that much skill to be seven feet tall. That's genetics. Hey, man. That's genetic. Miles, what, you haven't said anything. What's your thoughts on this? About what? <laughs> This whole conversation with Hart and and Giannis. Um, I mean, yeah, he clearly was hurt by the whole, you know, joking during the All Star draft. But I mean, the the Greek freak is is skilled. He he what he came in. What's his skill? What do you mean? What's yeah, you're skill? disrespectful, man. He's Hold seven up. feet tall. What skills? So he won an MVP. So everybody tall. No er, everybody seven feet has no skill. What skills? He does. He, where does his, is any of this wrong? I run and just dunk. He a shooter. That's crazy. He got handles like that. What skill? Oh my god. So he's he's unskilled, scoring 30, 10, and five. Exactly. You're seven feet tall. What are you talking about? That's what you're supposed you supposed to. Know, you you want to know why what? me and Miles take offense to this? Because we both tall. I bet y'all do. We take offense to I that. Be, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do. Yeah, but obviously Harden's more skilled. Nobody's yeah. probably top I mean, two. Why you most what, skilled? Even talk well, about the three. part that being you think, hurt. You think Tone is envious because he's he's shorter? I have no problem with that. I give both of y'all buckets. <laughs> and that's the problem. I'm shorter than y'all, and I give 25. y'all 81 with no problem. 81 with no hour. problem. We got an hour before 25 finish close. What? I give y'all 81 with no problem in my sleep. I got short. That's no car. problem. Shout out Smurf Gang. <laughs> I don't even think he hurt. If you look at the stats, before going into the All-Star break, Harton had more assists than Giannis. That's a fact. And after the All-Star break, he's number nine in assists. Giannis, guess what? Guess what number Giannis is in assists? Don't want to guess. What, like twentieth or something? Twenty fourth. I ain't hurt. I'm speaking facts. I'm more skilled than him. James Harden is three times more skilled than him. Giannis has some skill. Of course, he has some skill. But if you look at most of his game, most of his game is dunking. Get the ball, go on fast break. Is seven feet tall coming down your throat. Yeah, he's like a more Most athletic people, Shaq at this point. 
most people, they know my who's standing there to try to take a charge. Outside outside of Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Who? And it's funny you mentioned Zach. So let's talk about Shaq. You think Shaq had a lot of skill, or you think it was just he was more powerful and more stronger than everybody? Yeah, he used that to his advantage. That's fine. You use that to your advantage. But skill, skill. Was he just stronger, or did he have skill? Do it take skill to be a hundred to one hundred fifty pounds more than everybody on the floor? You're stronger. Look at most of his game. It was catch the ball, pass me the ball, Kobe. Give me the ball in the paint. Turn yeah, around, and I'm gonna dunk impression. it on him. That's a good shack impression. Appreciate that. We gonna have to have the bouncing ball on the. You, know, you catch the ball. He turn around and dunk. There was no finesse. There was no. Oh yeah, he had good footwork. When have y'all ever heard that? Shaq had good footwork. So footwork is skill, right? What he has is God given. He was, but he had to know how to use his strength, though, right? That don't mean skill. You just stronger than everybody. You got to know how to use your strength, though. You're stronger than everybody. How hard is that to? He could have been. Bi- he could have been big, and he could have just been like, "Nah, I don't want to be in the paint." You know what I'm saying? But you and we see it time. all the time too. You, no, we don't see it all the time. When Shaq was in the league. Big men were in the post. You're right. There was no other option for Shaq to be outside talking about, I don't want to be in the post. I'm going to shoot threes. Kobe, Phil Jackson, all have been like, bro, you're smoking crack. Get in the post. It's a different. That was a different era. Yeah. He had no choice but to be down there. So, again, in my opinion, Hall of Famer, but actually So, that means Brendan Hayward um, should have been just as good as Shaq. They was not the same size. They weren't? He was dumb fat. Dumb fat. Yeah. All right, let's go. Dumb fat. Shaq was still strong, though. So a lot Brent- of that was muscle. Shaq was strong. You going to compare Brendan Haywood to Shaq? No, because in your sense, you're saying a seven-footer who's big, right? He was not Shaq's size. How big was he? Height-wise, they was the same height. But they not. You, you really going to tell me Brendan Haywood... Oh, and Shaq man. was the same strength. Just about. You want your smoke? Just about. <laughs> just stop. about. Yo, stop. Yo, because you're being disrespectful stop. right now, man. Brendan Haywood, and that's disrespectful. Shaq is from Newark. We better hope he's not here visiting, because he will come and beat you behind. Because <laughs> that made no sense. It's crazy. You come. You put them in the same sentence. That's disrespectful. That's no. Like in your in- sense, because you're saying size wise, every seven. So every seven footer should just be able to run and dunk. We're talking about specifically Shaq. Okay. How did this get from Shaq? We're talking about skill. We're talking about skill. Okay. Something that you're given doesn't take any skill. Mm, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Chief. If you're born seven feet tall. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. Isn't that 60% of the battle right there? Is it? Because you're going to be going up against people your same size, too. That's not half of the battle? Being seven feet tall? You're not going to say that's not half of the battle? Nah. You're smoking. You're going going up against people your size, though. Seven feet tall is not half of the battle. Nah. How much more skill do you have to have? Like, let's keep it a stack. Think about this. If you're seven feet tall, I just broke it down for you. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a higher probability of getting to the league and yeah, not yeah. being as skilled. You're right. 
on that. So part. that's half of the battle. But then once you get to the league, you have to play against people your size, though. But this is my point, though. You're in the league now. Mm-hmm. Half of the battle, you have the height. Now mm-hmm. you just got to learn how to use the height. Somebody that's you got to learn how to use the height. That's not skill, though. Oh my god. Hold on. So that's a skill to learn how to use your height. Hold on, but yeah. So, so you're saying Giannis came into the league already balling. He wasn't trash or anything. He was he was balling right off the. You told me he rip. was trash. He just had to had to learn. Yeah, comparing Giannis from learning now it is a skill, when, right? From when he he first came in the league, it's night and day. But I guess the only thing he improved on is strength. What skills does he have? Well, we get it. Harden came in the league. He could shoot, all that stuff. Giannis didn't. Still can't shoot with the best of them. All right. So but look at what his numbers are, though. I don't, I don't really 30, care about the numbers. 12 bro. and 5. Uh, by definition, the skill is the ability to do something well and expertise. His skill, his expertise, is being able to get the ball, go coast to coast, and score on the inside, dunking, whatever. Hold up. So, off topic, but like Ray Lewis's skill was he could hit people hard. Um, I'm trying to remember where I was going with this point. I'd love to oh, hear. Oh, don't don't leave us hanging, Miles. You gotta represent for the tall people. Nah, because Tone's getting Tone mad. Tone said right all now tall people saying, got no skill, basically. No, nah, he's not saying that. He's oh, just it saying, sound like it to me. Nah, all right, Skip. Clearly, Durant is one of the most skilled players ever, mm. and he's like seven feet. So that okay. that debate goes out the window. But with Giannis, is a little different. Like he's he's skilled in one thing, just like Ray Lewis is skilled in he's knocking people's heads one off. Thing. He's dominant. But just because this, he, again, so the definition says the ability to do something well, expertise. His expertise is the one thing of being able to get to the rack whenever he wants, however he wants. And if, I never said that agreed to the point of James Harden saying that he has no skill. But if you compare the two, where James Harden mindset is at, if you a baller. You know, for example, you've been in the gym like, bro, he cannot shoot. He cannot shoot. You know he can make a shot, but you want to say to that extent, you feel disrespectful. You can't shoot at all. He knows he has some skill, but in his mind, if you compare the two, going by this definition, Harton has more skills. Harton, I can understand what he's saying. Harton said, I had to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skills. You got to look at what he's saying in that mindset. Harton had to put in more work on the skill aspect. But when, but when did Giannis pick up a basketball? He, he picked it up fairly late compared to Harden. Harden's probably been playing since a kid. Giannis picked it up like as a teen. That's so going off that. All, who has more skill? We already agreed that Harden had more skill. That's my point exactly. So in his statement, his statement ain't wrong then. His statement is not wrong. I don't know. He said he had no skill, though. Obviously, again, he's exaggerating because he feels disrespected. When have you not ever been exaggerating? You playing a game, somebody like, yo, Johan really can't get no buckets. You're, you're responsible like, oh, yeah. I'm a you, bucket, you bugging. Exactly. You're not going to say to him, oh, well, you would get a little bit of buckets, too. No, you're like, nah, you can't get buckets either. You're not going to actually accurately describe 
during the game, during the heat of the moment, hey, no, he actually could shoot decent too. Of course, I'm going to respond that way. Bro, get out of here. He ain't got no skill. Well, if he's going to talk like that, it better be Rockets, Bucks, and <laughs> the championship game because I don't want to hear nothing because well, playoff Harden is not elite. Yeah, right, You totally – that's a whole nother topic right another there. Topic. Whole another topic. Say that for April. It's a playoff basketball. That's literally a whole nother area. Giannis actually shows up. Harden on the whoa, other hand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the car. Hmm. That was different, Sort of though. folded on the, against the Raptors, but – Sort of folded. Can't couldn't handle Kawhi. That's the topic for another day. That's off topic. It, yeah, it is a little bit. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think like, if you getting layups all day, that's showing up. But that's again, that's another topic. Layups. Hold on, is, is it just wide open layups? So you make it seem like he's cherry picking right now. He's, uh, he has to go again, he's seven feet tall on God in them. He's <laughs> seven feet tall. Yeah, but that doesn't that's thrown out the window because then you have guys like Kwame Brown who bruh, come in the league bruh, and they're seven bruh, feet bruh, and can't bruh, do bruh, anything. Bruh, 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 stop it. I'm talking about right now. When Giannis get to the paint, is there any really body stopping him? How many people jumping with Giannis? All I'm saying is. His buckets are 30 times easier. But that's the same thing with, like, Ben Simmons. He doesn't take jump shots. His buckets Bruh, come please don't put them in the same conversation. <laughs> please don't put those two in the same conversation. That's really another topic. But it sounds like day. that's how, how you want it to be. Two guys who can't shoot, two big men who dunk and lay up the ball. I think that's we the gotta go. You we want. gotta go. We got to have a, a – I a, think he's a, dominant a, in that aspect. Just like with Shaq, you're dominant – but skilled, no, he's he's dominant in one thing that he does. But skilled, to me, but who's stopping it though? That's you know so. Why? Point. So why does he's he have dominant. to do it? He's but dominant. Why does he have to do anything? That's else right retarded. Now? Why? What do you mean? Why does he have to do anything else? You don't Cause nobody, further expand your game. So you get a girl and you finally got her right, and you're just gonna be like, all right, I did my part. I did my one thing. You're not going to try to further that? Oh, yeah, let me make sure I do this, and I do that for her, and, you know, I go to this extent. No. you just going to leave it at the one thing. I'm good at this. I'm good at making her smile by buying her flowers, but you're not going to do nothing else. You ain't going to cook. You ain't going to clean. You ain't going to get her oil changed. You ain't going to open the door for her. No, I'm just good at this one thing. Hey, I don't want to expand that one else. thing, <laughs> she could. <laughs> I made a smile, right? <laughs> I don't even know why I try to get that analogy with y'all. You might be I'm fine with that one. one thing. It's cool. I'm the only one in here with a ring. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the different mindset of males and females, went viral on Twitter this week. That was a great transition you just did, too. Ooh, I know, boy, that, that jump was, was smooth. Went viral on Twitter. This female bought her man's as a gift, a rental property. His response, he didn't really want it, didn't seem grateful, didn't seem appreciative of it. He wanted a Rolex. Fellas, your thoughts, and before y'all even give y'all thoughts, if y'all didn't see the video, for those that didn't see the video, to give both sides of it, because a lot of people, of course, already is in the mindset, yo, he's smoking. I'm going to just give the whole 
whole view of it. Play a little devil's advocate here. The rental property was a kind of a get together type project. The shingles was falling off. And a bando? It kind of looked like a bando. He would definitely have to do some work on it. He instead wanted a Rolex. Your thoughts on the situation? I have a very different perspective. I will let y'all go first on it. I guess being narrow-minded, you just want the Roly to show it off. Mm, okay. Mm. And if the the place is like you said, like a bando, then of course he's not gonna want something that looks like that. But if you're looking ahead, if you're looking ahead, you might want to try to fix that up, and you'll, you you might double your profit. There's more value in having a rental property and than there is a, a roly. It loses value. Yeah. The longer you get it. Once you take it out of the box, it's losing value. Unless it's worn by like Brady or LeBron, then someone's gonna want that roly, but it's gonna lose value over time. Johan? I would definitely go with the uh the rental property. I mean, I've actually heard a few people's uh uh opinions on this already, so I mean I see it on both sides. I mean, this one wants a gift. You get them what they want. I guess you know what I'm saying. I, I per se would want the the rental property, mm-hmm. even if it is a project. I'm gonna make my money back, you know. Mm-hmm. But right now, it he probably he might look at it. He got it. It's a bill, you know. Like I have to mm-hmm. work on this. Like I have to invest my money into it now, mm-hmm. you know. You have to work on things if you know anything about being a landlord or anything. Heater goes out, water goes out. You have to go and fix that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So he might be looking at it as a bill. As soon as he saw it, he's like, oh, I got to fix this thing up. I have to put my money into this now instead mm-hmm. of getting a rolly. Like, and we don't know what they were talking about beforehand. Hey, I, mm-hmm. I've been running over. Hey, that rolly that Meek Mill got, I want that. But I how said, often like, would he wear that rolly? I don't, I don't care. I don't know. Like that rental property, you're gonna have every day. That's how you're I'm be thinking of it. But, it every day. but I don't know this man. It's whatever he want, you know. I would want the rental property. Clearly, he doesn't want the right things. But, but you don't let's know hear what Tone has to say. Yeah, you don't know his. That's the other thing too. We're only given a uh, glimpse a into his life. He might have like five rental properties. Exactly, he might have so five rental knows, properties. But. but my perspective on it, uh, I don't know if y'all ever read it. It's called the book called The Love Language, right? She don't know his love language. Mm. She don't know his love language. She don't know him. Now, you can't want it more for the other person. Now, Is maybe she wanted, hey, you know what? I'm going to get on rental property because I think that would be dope. But if he don't want that and he don't think that way, you just wasted your money. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You don't know my... I'm looking at you. Let Nikki have bought me a rental property and I didn't want a rental property. And I told you I want a Rolex. I'm not thinking about no rental property. I'm thinking about I just want to stunt on the gram. And you bought me a rental property? One, you ain't listening to me. Mm. Two, you don't know me. Mm. You obviously don't know me. I don't want to have a future. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to have money down the road where I could pass this on to my kids' property. That's I agree. Point. Me? Nikki bought me rental property. Oh, I know. I said I was gonna wait five, seven years to have kids. We having a kid that night, straight like that. Hey, but and the different perspective. I'm gonna flip it around. 
bro, you don't know me then. And I'm a big believer. I hate when people buy you gifts that they think you need or what they will want. No, I don't want that. I want a stunt. Get me my roly. Yo, I got you. I got you some books. Don't get me books for my birthday. Don't give me a gift that I got. No, I don't want to read. I want the newest Jordans. Get people what they want. It's a gift. I don't want you give me a gift. It's like Christianity. They say it's a gift to know Jesus, to be saved. That gift doesn't supposed to come with strings attached. You gave me a rental property I got to work on. I don't want to work. Mm -hmm. I got a nine to five. You think I want to go work on this on the weekends? No, this is not a gift. This is a job. And then when we fix it up, as Johan said, the water heater broke. That's a bill. Bruh, let me get my Rolex. I stunt for a couple weekends. Oh, how long are you going to wear it? That's not the point. This is what I wanted. Isn't that the point, though? No, this is what I wanted. Give me what I want. If you really love me, give me what I want. Yeah, but future him might look back and be like, oh, that's something But that's something not that, what he want now, though. That's, that's not what he want now. now. You can't yeah, force that upon out, somebody. She's looking out for you him can't force that upon in the that. future. But that, but you can't force that She don't know love language. She don't know his love crazy. language. I don't know what y'all talking about. You can't force that on him. just looking at the other, the other side. I you mean, can't force that on him. If you dating somebody that want talking about, oh, yeah, let's have an open relationship. And you come home like, all right. I want to be monogamous. You can't force that on the person. If you tell the person you dating, yo, I want to be monogamous, this person said they want to be open in an open relationship and they come home with another partner. Like, happy birthday. No, I want just me and you. You want to force that on somebody? This took a left turn. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you for, what's your, your mindset is you're going to force it. I know you need this. This is best for you. I know in the future you're going to look back and regret it, so I'm going to give it to you anyway. Miles he can't even value it then. Yeah. If yeah. I don't want it, and I'm not in a mindset, in a mind state to really appreciate and understand the value of what you're giving me, then you just wasted 40K. But that's why people need to be educated about these things. Like they see like people on TV, like Meek Mill, like you said, got a rollie. But they don't see like the behind the scenes. He probably has rental properties and all that stuff. Like Nipsey had rental properties but again if this is how you, can't, you make money work for you but if you like the rollie's not making give you it, money so you're gonna give all right it just looks cool no Instagram you're pictures. you're 300 right right so if you got five hundred thousand dollars right you got your cousin that just got out of jail just got out of rehab Yo, I'm gonna give you this five hundred thousand to start a business. Well, one, that's not good. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Right? You're giving him this money so that he can double it. He can have money down the line. He can invest it. He can have the bigger picture. I'm not gonna give you. What you want, you want the fresh Jordans with the Omavis and with the Gucci and all this. I'm going to give you money to actually create a business, to start a business. Or I'm going to invest into your idea. Let's say they got an idea. If the person's mindset is still back here, 
that's not smart on you in investing. Mm-hmm. As an investor, you're not going to invest in something that you don't believe in that you know isn't ready. You're not going to invest in somebody, oh, I'm going to keep giving into somebody that, you know what? It's like it says in the Bible, you casting pearls before the swan. If you're giving diamonds and wisdom and money and, hey, I'm going to get you a rental property, big picture, this is going to help you in the future, it's land, this is how you make money work for you. But if his mindset is thinking like this in a small way, that's your fault for investing that. You can't make his mindset to see the bigger picture if he don't want to see the bigger picture. Yeah, but that's probably why she didn't just give him a boatload of cash. She gave him something that... Yeah, she should have got on the Rolex. That's from. That's where his mind is. That's at. his mind. That's his mind. I'm saying we all agree. If it was us, heck yes. Thank you for the rental property, but I'm not going to give a rental property to somebody that they literally look me in my eyes and say, "I just want a Rolex." I'm over pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure he asked her for like a Rolex too. Yo, Miles, I would never ask you for no gifts either, yo. You. You're yeah. right. I wouldn't ask you for no. You the type to get people like I, thermals. I would, I would you the type to get people thermals and stuff for the um for Christmas and stuff. Socks and thermals. Uh, so I'm all, I know. I know you need. <laughs> oh, this. I know you need it in the future. Yo, you are gonna I, get I, cold. I saw you so shaking. So it's an investment. I saw you, you shaking during the podcast. Yo, dog. Nah, I wanted a new basketball and I want. I wanted a jersey. Word. And when that basketball pops a week later, then what? or somebody stole it from 24. Somebody stole my basketball like all a right, few weeks so then, ago. <laughs> is it a smart investment? What? For you to give me thermals? No, to get a basketball. I already got one. All right, another one. Because <laughs> you lost the other one. <laughs> no, it got stolen. All right. So, is it a smart investment, though? Keep it a uh, uh, thousand. Let's say, obviously, you bought the rental property. Let's say they show us a video five years from now. That rental property still ain't fixed. Mm-hmm. Still nothing there. So, that money that you put in, you losing money. It's just sitting there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it needs some work done to it. If he don't have a mindset or a desire, you can't bring, you could bring a horse to the water, but the horse still got to drink the water. If his mindset not to fix it, now you losing money. Yeah. It's just sitting there. And from the video. By then they're probably not together. She lost money though. She lost money. She lost money. So then it goes back to it wasn't a smart investment on her part. out of him. It wasn't a smart investment on her part. That's all I was saying. I gladly would take the rental property. That's me. But in this situation, I don't think it was smart on her part. She ain't know her man. He he wasn't no ready for no rental property. You know us, all of us, we would have flipped that, turned it all around and around, and mm, mm, did a little fixing this. Might would have sold it, would have put a Walmart there or something. We would have made money off of it. Put a uh, chicken stop or something there, and we would have made money. But in this situation, that was it wasn't smart on her part. She didn't know his love language. Point blank. You got your opinion. Just like I think Greek Freak is the greatest person of all time. Thank you for everybody that has tuned in. This is in conclusion of episode four. Yeah, get your loved one a rental property or something <laughs> like that. Of the Benchmark Podcast. We love y'all. Make sure y'all stream, subscribe. Comment the whole nine. Benchmark, we out. Peace.